Hello, travel biz owner. Welcome to my corner of the travel industry, the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're ready to have fun, be inspired, get clarity, and take action in your travel business, then you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Recording this a little bit earlier as uh, by the time that you hear this, I have had a wonderful staycation locally here in Orlando visiting some of the theme parks. And uh, I wanted to come to you today with something that I don't think I've really talked about. Like I've done a couple of small group sessions on kind of things that you should be marketing for your business. Uh, But I don't think I've outright said things that you should be marketing. And really, like when I'm when I think about this, I think about you as a business owner and as a travel business owner. And what are the services that you can provide? And how does that alleviate a pain point for a client? So I'm not talking like destination specific or promo specific. It is really you as the business owner and things that you should be showcasing are really things that position you as an expert, things that give you a little bit of personality and things where you can really engage with your audience. So it's not just here's another pretty photo of this destination and I really like it and you should book with me because I need the money. Thank you. <laughs> that is what the the most of the posts are sounding like, especially when you're using like those supplier provided templates. Sorry, suppliers, but it's true. Like I know the suppliers and even like as a travel supplier, like, yes, you want to be selling those types of things because um, that's really what you're good at, what you're passionate about, what helps generate revenue for you. But I'm just thinking back again to a couple weeks ago when we had Saharo's Devore on the podcast and why? Why is that of interest to your people? Like, why should your people need to know about your business? That That is like a mic drop moment, I feel. <laughs> why should people know about your business? Why should people care about doing business with your business? What is it that you are going to help fix in my life? Because I have just hired you to plan my trip or plan a family reunion, plan a conference, plan me going to the Olympics, all of that. Like, what's the benefit of me doing it with you other than like just me doing it myself or me like going through another service provider or whatnot? And I'm not saying this because I don't know the answer (laughs) because I do know the answer. I've been in this industry 12-ish years now, Um, actually almost, almost 13 years. So I know the answer, but do you know the answer? And if you know the answer, are you putting that on 
the different, and are you putting that at the forefront of the different places? Like, is that how you are presenting yourself when you're networking with people? Is that how you're presenting different media on your website, like blog posts? Is that what you're necessarily talking about? And when people, like some of the answers are going to vary on a whole different scale, but you know, the client really is in the what's in it for them state. And so you have to be playing into those what's in it for them because they can book with whoever travel advisor. They can like book it on their own. There's so many ways people can book travel. They are not working with a travel advisor because they love to travel because they can just do it themselves. What is the deeper intrinsic thing and talking about this, like you need to be talking about this and as specific as possible, because when you're speaking about these pain points and the solutions and the transformation and the other side of the travel, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, that person knows me. Like they know, how were they, how did they get into my brain? They know exactly what I'm thinking. They know exactly what's keeping me up at night. They know exactly like what's been bugging me this past month. And that kind of trust is what's like, well, shoot, if they know me that well, like I think they, they're destined (laughs) to, plan a trip with me or whatever it may be. So what are those pain points? So I think to some of the members who are in marketing business school, because they are the closest to me, I I work with them every single month. And I think of someone who doesn't focus a lot on religious travel, but that is one of her biggest priorities. And Um, dreams and goals is to take religious groups out there or do religious type trips. And so when I think about that, what is the importance of the religious trip? Is it that they are wanting to like walk the steps of these biblical figures? Is it that they are wanting the community and fellowship of their normal congregation just in a different and new setting? Is it having the opportunity? And of course, like there's layers under here, like we talked in Sahara's episode, but is it that you are wanting to go over a certain book in the Bible or or whatever, uh, whatever religious text that that is you because there are many of them that are out there and is it that you want to walk the steps or put these stories that you have been reading through and listening through for dozens of years and want to actually be in that location and what does it mean to be in those locations Like I know, and I'm not a very religious person, but I know like how moving and powerful it would be for myself if I was able to walk the steps of the religion that I was raised with and like how moving like that would be for myself to be like, oh my gosh, like this is where this happened. And like, I've heard this story so many times, but here it is like, what an impactful life changing and to be able to experience that with other people is, I can't even fathom it. I can't even fathom it. It's like goosebump worthy. 
But you see that, like I didn't talk anywhere about the destination and how many people are there and the things that you, well, I kind of talked about the things that you can do, but I didn't talk about, you know, like there's this hotel and this is where the hotel is and it's in this proximity or that proximity and that this country is known for this and vice versa there. I really spoke from the heart because like so many have said, travel is an emotional purchase and you can't just go from the logistical, the, the, what is it? The side A of our brain to try and sell something, some, something to somebody. It's, one of the reasons why, you know, hooks are really imperative when you are working on vertical video now, because you just can't say like, oh, I was in Disney World. Like you've already lost somebody at at that point. You need to say, have you ever wanted to walk the footsteps of this person? Have you been longing to go back to where your people came from? Things like that, that emotional pull. So those are some of the things that need to be in your marketing efforts is that emotional, the deeper, the psychographics. Uh, I also think about somebody who I think it's fantasy. They're fa- she's She reads fantasy novels and is looking to put like some book type trips together but it's fantasy novels based on real life uh, locations and things like that. And I know I feel like ancient Egypt might be one of them. And then just when I think of things like that, I think about, you know, like all the the TV shows and the movies that have had like massive success. And that was one of the things that really motivated baited me to go on a trip that I still haven't gone on, thank you pandemic, (laughs) overseas to the UK because I wanted to step in the footsteps of these amazing TV shows and similarly like books and all that. And it's just, it's really the community aspect. I think there's a little, for me, there's a little bit of bragging rights being like, yes, I went to Winterfell (laughs) or wherever it might be. Uh, But how amazing is it if you're able to like plan a trip and be like, I was transported to my favorite scene in the show and it just touched me because I could feel the emotion that was there in that scene and it brought so much joy to me. Like that is just so much more meaningful than being like, well, this uh, cabin was carved out in 1927 and it's lasted for the next five decades here and so on. Yes, there's, there's some of that aspect that's important to point out, but you can't always lead with that in your marketing, which is is another important point that you need to vary up your marketing and you need to vary up your marketing even just on single platforms. So I'm a lot on Instagram. I love Instagram. And so on Instagram, you can have Instagram stories, Instagram carousels, you can have static posts, you can have uh, stories that can become into highlights. And there's all different ways to use these kinds of things. You can even go live on Instagram. So going live on Instagram really means to me is that you have something to talk about and you want to talk about it a little bit longer than maybe what's your, what you're going to be able to do within, you know, like a, a post or a reel or things like that. 
Now, I want you to be strategic. If you are putting out information within within a Instagram Live, it does turn it into a reel, but you can chop it up into the smaller reels. You can even use some of the audio and have it transcribed so that it can either be captions or it can be text for static posts, or you can get a photo that kind of goes with these. Like there's multiple ways to repurpose. And I kind of went over that a month or so ago in marketing business school about repurposing and all the ways that you can repurpose content that you've already worked on the the macro versus micro content. Uh, So I won't repeat too much of that, but you'll get access to that if you're in marketing business school, that training. Uh, Then we have, you know, static posts, which are really like a photo or a graphic showing something. This can be a quote post and quote posts are really great for, I would say, like dropping knowledge bombs. It's either knowledge bombs or something that's super inspirational. Because again, like I mentioned last week, social media is that connecting. People want to be connected to other people that they know. And when people specifically are connected to business owners that they've already met before, they want to know more about the business, more about the business owner. Uh, what can you do? What kinds of services do you have? Um, where do you service to? Who do you work with? What's an average price? So it's a lot of those kind of like FAQs per se. And so when you are really finding yourself stumped on what to post either on social media or as a video or as a blog post, I really challenge you, and this should be a little bit simple, especially if you know who you're working with and you know what you want to be selling, put together a spreadsheet. And this is kind of what's included in the marketing planning strategy session that I do every single year. And divide up the different columns with the five, well, the six W's, the who, what, when, where, why, and then the six W is how, because W's at the end. Uh, And start thinking about who your ideal client is, the kind of trips or suppliers that you work with, and like the modality. So is this air, is this train, is this ship, is this a different modality, is this, or safaris and all that, is this zodiac ships? And what do people need to know from each of the different categories? And how, what did I say? Because there's six. So if you do 10 to 15 questions in each of those columns, you have a piece of content for each week of the year because there's 52 weeks and then there's six. Oh, did I say this right? Maybe I can't math. Yeah. If you do, if you do 10, you have 60. So you have more than <laughs> more than one a week. So if, if something ends up being a dud, then you're good. So do that. Get on a, a Google sheet or an Excel spreadsheet and start writing out the different questions. So like when I'm thinking about the different questions that my clientele are interested in is how early should I book a cruise retreat? Where do cruise retreats go to? What kinds of ships are there? Do I have to sail on one of those big massive ships? How can I get 
cargo onto the ship that I want to hand out on board? Uh, Do I have to bring my own speakers? Do I need to pay for everybody on this? What do I need to pay for? All of those frequently asked questions make really great content. Not only is it things that your clientele really want to know and are like, oh my gosh, she was reading my mind. He was reading, they were reading my mind. But it is, it also positions you as the expert because you have all of the answers to the things they have questions about. So if you have already been receiving frequently asked questions, Or if you are a newer advisor in the industry and you're like, oh my goodness, like I don't even know what to post. Think about, I just recently said or mentioned this to a new advisor. Who are you? What types of travel do you enjoy? And go from there. And what kind of person are you? Person meaning like, are you a parent? What's your gender? Like what are the things that you like to do? Because from there, We are at the core, if you're really looking at it, we are our own ideal client. (laughs) Uh, Like, um, I remember a couple years ago, there was a business coach in the industry and said, well, you're a solo person, like you should focus on singles travel and solo travel. And I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And... It made sense, but I was also like, I don't want to do so, like, that's not, that's not, because that's something different. I am passionate about getting people to enrich their relationships on trips, whether that be love relationships, family relationships, friend relationships. I feel that travel is a force for change, is a force for positive good, and can really make friends into family and family even stronger bonds. And travel is the vehicle to do that in. And because I feel so strongly about that, I was so (laughs) anti-solo travel and trying to do anything in the solo travel space. So go back to really what your roots are and what you enjoy. So what, what is it that like brings brings you light? Is it maybe you are a solo backpacker throughout Europe and Asia? Maybe you are just you love working with family trips and they go to Hawaii every single year. And that's what you really love doing. Is it expedition cruising? I mean, there's so many different things that we can do in this industry. So go in there. If it is like you want to do solo backpacking trips, what's the best backpack is what I think about. Is it safe to do this? What countries are safest? What countries should I avoid? Is this good for female travels? What are the places that are better for female solo backpackers? What is the best country or city to do a solo backpacking adventure? What is the best experience you've ever had as a solo backpacker overseas? You can see like once you start really honing in on the things that you really like, then you're able to expand what should be out on in your marketing pieces. So again, a lot and I will say like yes, these can be engaging, these can be fun, but it's not necessarily that. I feel like that's where you infuse your personality in it a little bit. And when you get really excited about something, you can so tell because I had friends recently 
that were uh, talking something about their specific niche. And I'm like, this is so monotone. <laughs> like, I don't feel like you're having fun. <laughs> and that's a big thing for me. Like, I want you to be positive and upbeat and energetic if I'm going to be working with you. Not everybody might feel the same. Like, I might be too much for some people. I don't, I don't think I am. But <laughs> for some people, I am just right. And I know my dear friends, they're all like, oh my gosh, we love our weirdo Rita. And I love my weirdo <laughs> Rita too. So you have to find your people. Um, so kind of, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh my goodness, sorry. So kind of thinking on what you should be promoting and what you should be marketing again outside of like the obvious destination stuff and all that is who you are what really positions you as an expert within the industry and also giving people things that they find enticing like did you know you could do this on this or anything like that and really come out of it with those six W's in mind. So I think, again, if you have kind of been like, I did not know what I needed to post and now I have a better idea, put that into writing, put that into action. I would say you should be able to come up with at least 60 different questions within 10 to 15 minutes. I, I can't guarantee, <laughs> I can't guarantee that. But as soon as you get off of this podcast, turn on a timer, get a blank sheet of paper and start writing down all the different things, you know, and something that I used to do is that I would take like a big piece of almost like poster paper and I would divide the poster paper out into the six sections, who, what, when, where, why, how. And then in my brainstorming time, I would ask questions and write them down in each of the little buckets. And so some of these buckets are going to have more content in them than others. That's okay. Uh, but also like if you can find which ones are a little bit less than, that may be where you just need a little bit more help and guidance to kind of like figure out what would those questions be. And sometimes, quite frankly, we are our own worst enemies saying that um, we get in our own way <laughs> because we are too close to the thing that we work on and the thing that we do. And this is one of the reasons why it's really great to have like outside help or outside consultation because somebody else is able to look through a different lens than we are. So a uh, little plug there for one-on-one -on -one consultation, because if you are kind of like getting stuck doing this, the six W's exercise, uh, you may want to consider hiring me for a one-hour one-on-one consultation so we can work through all of those topics and flesh those out. And you can get a different perspective from my lens on what some of those questions might be and how you might be able to do some of the, or uh, bring to life some of these different actions and topics. Um, and so, yeah, I really want you to come away with knowing that it's not just resorts, ships, destinations that you need to be promoting here. And it's not even just yourself. 
we really have to go down. And this gets me back to, I have a master's degree in nonprofit management. And the big thing in the nonprofit world is you that you have to get back to the mission of the organization. And what is that mission? Everything revolves around that mission, whether it is helping homelessness or providing meals to the community. And so our mission is to help alleviate a pain point for our client. What is that pain point that our client is experiencing and how can we alleviate it with the expertise that we have and the things that we love doing? There is like a, there is a marriage point, like a a bridge point there. And, um, I know sometimes it's hard and it's difficult to see, but another really great exercise that you might want to do, and I actually love doing this exercise with uh, travel business owners, is where I will ask, so why do you do what you do? Oh, because I love it. But why do you love it? Well, because it makes me happy. Why does it make you happy? Keep going and keep digging in yourself. And that can be like another, yeah, do the six W's and then do digging in questions, the onion layer exercise, I guess I'll call this. And why do you sell travel? Why is that important to you? And then you can start thinking about do it for yourself and then do it for your client. Why does your client want to travel? Why is it important for them to travel this way? But how do you know that? But why? just like keep digging and digging and digging, I would say six to seven layers and you'll find it. The harder it is to answer these questions, the closer you are to what the truth is. And I'm not saying like there's lies or anything, but we mask things and we kind of like put band-aids on things. And that is what I really want you to get into the heart of, getting into the heart of what is really driving and motivating your clients and what is it that they really need your help and expertise with. And those are the things you can highlight within your different marketing channels. So hope this has been helpful. If I can be of any assistance to you, please do not hesitate to reach out because I love geeking out on these sessions with you. Also, friendly reminder that the Hispanics and Travel audio series is happening on October 4th. Please join us and celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month in style on the private podcast series. Also, today is the first day of Hispanic Heritage Month. So uh, to all of my familia in the travel industry, happy month to us. All right, I will leave you with that. Have an amazing day, amazing weekend, and I will see you right here next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Remember to check out the show notes for all relevant links and resources from today's show. See you next time.